and and how do you turn it on? <laughs> and that that how do you turn on? The, I think start the with the, you buried it there. How do you how do I access the television? Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Gene Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Gene and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. When we think back to streaming, okay, first, you know, there was cable. Everyone had cable, and it was around, you know, it wasn't cheap. It was like, I mean, I remember at some point, it would be like $150 because you'd also have your internet part of it, but then you'd want to have HBO, maybe Showtime, maybe some other packages. And it would always rise. It was always expensive. And then people streaming cut the cord. A lot of people, you know, over the past five, 10 years started saying, okay, I just want to stream. But by doing that, you started having all these separate worlds of streaming because I use an Apple TV. I have a Chromecast. I have a Roku. Like I'll try them all out. But and what's, plus smart so, TVs. Right, can, what's the point you, of having all of them? Is it because different ones have different TV shows or movies and, and you have to subscribe to the different services in order to have access yeah, that, to every that's, show? Because usually when people turn on their TV now, it'll give options where you could have like Netflix or Prime or Hulu CBS All Access, which has become Paramount Plus, HBO Now, which has become HBO Max, Showtime, Disney Plus, uh, and then there was ESPN Plus, which is also part of Disney, and then BritBox, uh, Peacock came along. Now we found out the Disney uh, Discovery Plus launch, but they just recently bought HBO, so now they're becoming one big thing. Everything is... Uh, I think Amazon, they bought MGM, which has Bond and Rocky and those things. So it's so bizarre. And Apple TV was kind of like, oh, what are they going to do? And they've started like becoming the HBO of like this kind of like high quality programming. And as you look at all this, you're like, there's so much stuff I want to watch, but how do I watch it? And if I did have an app that aggregated everything together, it still doesn't mean I'm going to have all these services because like we know Adam, you know, uh, your co-founder, co-CEO, he is a Trekkie. He is, I mean, he's had paramount plus when it was cbs and he would talk about all the star trek shows he's like there's never enough star trek so for him you know it's a you know, paramount plus for like a year it's like 60 dollars. you know disney plus it's like 80 dollars. if you took your family your two kids and you know you four go to a movie in a theater and bought snacks you're probably paying more than 80 dollars for that one oh, night yeah, out. oh totally i mean in new york when it was yeah it was like you know, yeah. it's like $20 or $25 a ticket. Then if you get a pack of M&Ms, it's another $10. And if you get a water, it's like $25. And it's $100 a person to go to the movie. It's, and, and now for $80, you're like, I get all these shows. I get all these movies. I have these archives. If you want to put on a Pixar movie, they're adding tons of those. So you have all these options. And and HBO Max having all the great HBO programming and all these new shows that are coming up. It's Amazon having a lot of shows. There's ones that you'll like. You'll probably like the show Reacher, which was actually a lot of fun. I know a lot of people at the office like The Boys. So everyone likes certain shows on certain areas. And then there's people like Warren who'll subscribe to services for like a month or two just to watch all the stuff. He's very, or he's, he's very on top of that. A lot of times what's so confusing is some of these shows 
are completely, even though they're done by one network, they're on another streaming service. For example, there's a show called Yellowstone, which I watched the hell out of. It was so much fun. Love, I mean, love Kevin Cosner. It's just a fun, it's kind of like succession in the West. It's like a totally different vibe. And there's lots of like, you know, amazing scenery. If, you, if when I started watching Yellowstone, I thought, well, it's got to be on Paramount. No, it was on Peacock. Then I'm like, I want to watch 1887. And I had to figure that out. And there was nothing really pointing me to that because the only way that I can use the TV is that they have the microphone button on the remote control. And if you press it and say what show, and then I think the way it works is that all of the d- different options come up for how you can watch the show. And then, then you, I mean, for me, I don't know which ones we subscribe to or, or logged in. And so then of course, you know, I click on something and it's like, what's your email, you know, and, and password. And I'm like, what? I, I mean, that's what's so, that's what's so frustrating. Cause if you get logged out, it's not as easy as the phone. Like I said, that's where a password manager, like a lot of times I'll get logged out and then I'll go through. And since I'm using the Apple TV and it's connected to my phone, I could just, you know, type, in using my phone as the as the keyboard. Right. Well, that's why it's really important, though, to have a system. Yeah, but it, it's also good to have a system with your family to know, well, A, like, what's the Wi-Fi password? How do I turn on the TV? How do I use the remote control? How do I, you know, watch my favorite shows? That should yeah. just be sort of shared information between that, them. That's... And that's where we used to have on the walls in the office how to use the Apple TVs because a lot of times we'd screencast constantly during meetings or you'd need to know which input it had to be on if you were using the office, the, the, the conference room computer versus your own computer versus something else we were watching. And we had it on there where it says, turn on television, have it set to HDMI 1 or whatever setting it was, turn on Apple TV. Uh, if you want to use the computer turn on TV, set to HDMI 2, and you'll use the computer. And it was written in instructions. I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a tech-savvy person. Yes. I, if, if this is so complicated for me, how – I mean, I, I, I can't be the only person that this is no. complicated for. I'm just I, – I feel badly for people who – I mean, although I just have a feeling that people have mastered it. I just haven't mastered no, it No, they haven't because, you know what, I am – extremely i mean i've been covering tech since like the 90s i wrote about phones when they were like not even in use it was like a star tech was like the greatest invention ever like what are these things and when streaming started i remember dealing with it it was very it was netflix that was it you know you had some on-demand options which were through your cable but netflix was it and they kind of sat on their lead for a while and now all these other ones came up because we knew it would happen because why would disney want to give away they're like we want to make this our business uh why would anyone why hbo like as cable companies started disappearing or people weren't subscribing they needed to thrive in some way and now the fact that they got bought by discovery it makes you wonder like this landscape is still shaking out and who are going to be the major players the thing that's interesting is with things like amazon or apple like streaming isn't their primary business like it's like it's not even a blip on their balance sheet. I mean, Apple's worth like a trillion dollars. You think they could they could go at this for the next hundred years and just keep adding stuff, and eventually, maybe they're going to start consolidating things. And they're like, "Hey, Paramount, why don't you come over here? Hey, Peacock." But, but here's my other question: here. Do you need? Do you need? I feel like along the way, because I've had to sign up for all of these different services, because I'm not entirely sure if you know how 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 we're using them. I've I, do you then do you need to use all of these different services? Do you use multiple streaming services or are you supposed to choose one? 
that's where we're getting right now. We're in that, we're in that frenzy and the frenzy is seemed to be cooling where everyone has one. I think CNN plus happened. And I heard that they're like already after like a month is already tanking. It had like less than like 50,000 viewers or something like that. And you think who's going to pay for CNN plus like what, how much more news or information, if you use the internet, it's all there constantly bombarding us. So I have to sign up. So I have my smart TV and then I have to sign up for streaming services. That's why, because a lot of these smart TVs, they'll say, if you remember on like old Roku's, which is another streaming thing, there'd be on the remote options that would say like Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, something, because they would pay to get on those remotes. So people would just hit it and it would open that app immediately. Now, once you open that app, if you didn't subscribe to it, it was just a blank screen saying, hey, sign up. Sometimes they'd offer free options. For example, Amazon, they have a new, they had IMDb TV. It's something new. It's called like Freevee or something weird. Uh, that's their commercial base. That's where a lot of this is going. They're offering a lower tier where you have commercials. Everyone has it except Netflix at this point. Amazon doesn't need it. Apple will probably be doing it. But for the most part, that'll be $4 a month, but you get ads. Hulu is like that, but there's always, uh, for 10, $15 a month, there's no ads, which if you're really into it and you're committed to one service, it's probably worth it. And you have to think of what your cable used to be versus what you're paying now, because in reality, paying for a streaming service annually is basically like one month's worth of cable. And if you said, I want to pick two or three, like for me, there's like four that I say, I really like, they have stuff I watch. But I could make do. That's the one problem with streaming now that you can get by without watching some of these shows. There's shows I used to watch that I, they're just not worth a hassle anymore. I remember I watched Walking Dead. It got terrible. But at some point, I just lost track, lost pace and said, you know what? No more. But you do, I don't need need to keep, you do need to keep track of which streaming services yes. you have signed up for. Because if you're paying for things, you should make sure to keep a list or just somewhere yes. have it documented what streaming services you're signed up for. A, just to know because you might yes. there might be ones that you aren't using and you should stop paying for them. But in the event that you know somebody needs to find out all the services that you're signed yeah. up for, uh, it'll be a, a good you know something good for them to know about. And if you're if you're sharing. Which again, you should be able to. You could share with your household. You could share with other people. I know Netflix, they want to crack down on that, which I think is kind of a, it's like, it feels like a last ditch move, which is like, now we're going to crack down on that. When in reality, a lot of people would say, okay, you're not paying for the Netflix. I don't have access to it. Okay, no more Netflix. I'm moving on. I'll find something else. Because I could find on Amazon, even though it's it comes with Prime, I'm already paying for Prime because of the free shipping and you get free storage for photos and there's music that's plenty to listen to. For that, I'd say, you know what? I'll find stuff on Prime. There's tons of stuff. There's more than I could watch in my lifetime on one of these streaming services. So you want to do that list. First, you want to show how do you access these things. So to help you, it would say, <laughs> how, what do we use? And how do we use it? Like, is it this TV? Is it this remote? Is it this? So just literally right. lay out there the most be, basics. There needs to be some instructions. Yes. What I want is... I want Ben to write me the instructions for Different. how do we use, what services do we use? How yep. do we use the services? Mm -hmm. How much do we pay for the services just so we know? Yep. And, and, and how do you turn it on? 
<laughs> and that that is, how do you turn on the, I I turn on start the with the, you, you buried it there how do you how do i access the television turn it on and then how do i watch things because otherwise i'm gonna hassle you at all times to tell me i'm just gonna keep bothering you and putting together that list so okay after you figure out how your system works because again systems some people have old tvs some people have new tvs some people have systems that are very specific like me where i'm very particular about how everything works you then have to say, okay, this is how it functions, but then what do we have? And a lot of times people might not know if you pay annually and you just get it out of the way, a lot of people pay month to month, which is also smart because you could cancel at any time. It's not like you're going to lose something. You say, I don't want Paramount anymore. I'm done paying you for the month. You could put your Netflix on, on hiatus or you could pause those subscriptions. You do that. See, that's where it gets interesting because a lot of times they're usually between four and $15 a month. So for the lower tier ones, it could be five, $6 for the lower tiers. And then it could go up to 15 to even $20 for Netflix. And that's the problem because Netflix is starting to price itself out and starting to feel a lot like cable TV. You know, for $60, I think you can get YouTube TV and you get tons of channels and it's basically like having cable. But do you want to pay $60 to do that? Probably not. YouTube has apps everywhere and it's Google. And for them, they make most of their money when I go to watch or you go to watch videos on YouTube and it says skip ad. You know, there's an ad before everything. If a video is over five minutes, it seems like there's like an ad break in there and they're doing it just to get you to upgrade to premium. But most of us are like, I'm not willing to pay for YouTube videos. A lot of these are just repurposed things I've watched elsewhere. But when it comes down to it, you should look at it and say, am I paying more for all this streaming than I would if I was getting cable? Because eventually it's probably going to shake out. Where we're going to end up with cable again, where it's like, I want to get the best programming, the best shows. And I want to figure that out. Can I don't want still, to buy them individually. Can you still buy cable? Totally. I mean, the cable that, and they're more than happy to sell it to you. When I, here's, here's what's crazy. I wanted to get my internet bill down because it just started going up and up and up. And I went to, I use Spectrum. And when I went there to change my bill, I'm like, there's got to be a deal. They said, okay, well, we could lower it by $20 if you take our TV package. And I said, wait, you're going to give me a TV pack? And they're like, well, it's an app. It's a Spectrum app. You log in, you get all this programming, and you're going to pay less. So basically, I lowered my bill $20 by getting more services. Now, their app, it's similar to what you said. When I turn it on, it has New York One blaring in the background at all times while I'm trying to find something. I have to hit mute immediately. And it has a lot of discovery stuff. It has some movies. And I don't use it that often because it's not that great. But if you just wanted TV and you want to watch news, you want to keep up with things and watch it that way, it's not much different than if I watched it with, as I've said, I'm a huge fan of antennas. I mean, I know you made fun of me for that. I have gotten almost everyone. Sarah, I got her when I told her about the antenna. For $20, you get an over-the-air antenna, and if you want to watch things like, that's how I watch the Academy Awards, that's how I watch the Super Bowl. When the Masters were on, I just had it on. It's like you just get an antenna, and you could just have TV playing in the background, and who cares? It's free. It's literally being broadcast all around us. So that's how you could take care of your like breaking news, big events, things like that. The debates, the presidential addresses, State of the Union, just it's on every network. There, you, you, if you plugged it in, you're, you probably get over 100 channels free. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information. We're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. 
See you next week. 